0: Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday,
1: we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care
0: Club, the epilogue show. Welcome. To Friday's Epilogue Show, where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of humility. But first... Review
1: of the Week. So we've had another review.
0: You know, if you do not ask, you do Do not not get. You have asked, and so we have been given. Yes. And I, I just want to take 10 seconds to say that we truly, truly really do appreciate it and really read them and really feel warm inside yeah i I, I echo everything
1: you have just said
0: it does mean something is what i'm trying to say when someone takes the time to review the show
1: i know so we want more of them please Please, not to be greedy but i'm
0: going to be greedy and
1: also if you listen to the show and you haven't hit subscribe please please make sure you do that because again As like with the reviews, it just helps us to keep growing. It tells the algorithm and Apple and Spotify and whoever else that we are doing a good thing. So please subscribe. Please write a review. Only nice ones. Thank you
0: so much. Right. Who's our review from this week, Lauren? It's from Maisie Noble and she says, I started listening to your podcast in 2020 during the autumn lockdown. At the time, I was really struggling with mental health, having regular panic attacks and feeling generally very anxious. It all came to a head and I decided to turn things around. I had a mixture of CBT and traditional counselling over 18 months and finding the pod at the beginning of this healing journey really supported me. I can't count how many times the practices you spoke about filtered into my conversations with my counsellor, asking for help, active listening, the art of doing nothing... And how many practices found their way into my every day. Grounding, all walking, matcha and gratitude. Plus, the pod is so funny, it always puts a smile on my face when Aww. I've had a hard day. I am now more well than ever. Oh, that's just giving me goosebumps. I listen in the bath twice a week with a candle and it's my ultimate self-care routine. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for that
1: beautiful review. you brought a little tear to my eye. That is gorgeous isn't it
0: it's so so lovely because so
1: often we get so caught up in the minutiae of of the show and sitting in the studio and recording it and editing it and writing it and researching it that actually you don't really think about the people that are listening and the impact that it's having of course that's why we do it so to hear it is very special
0: well something else that we did has had quite an impact on someone's life and she sent an email in okay ready yeah ready Messaging anonymously, please, she says. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm a bit behind on the pod for one reason or another, but I started listening to the Vabbing episode a few months back. And that week, wait for it, that week, I was on a rare date with my husband and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to give it a go. We had a fab day and we were like love's young dream coming home. Well, I thought nothing more of it until today when I finally listened to the epilogue and well, I heard the listener challenge and I thought, OMG, OMFG, I have to share my story. Would you believe it? I am now 13 weeks pregnant. No! And I firmly believe that it was the day I conceived.
1: Oh! <laughs>
0: is Fabulous. That's also given me goosebumps. Coincidence oh she says? No. Who knows? But despite being a very late reply, I feel Lauren especially would love to hear this little story and I'd not have had the story to tell back in February so maybe it's fate that I listened in late. Totally. <laughs>
1: oh, we love that. And congrats on your pregnancy. Huge congratulations. That is one of, there you go clubbers. There you go. That's the power of vabbing for you. I mean, how much do you think I I loved getting that email oh, on the weekend. Gorgeous. So have have
0: you had since? Have I? yeah I haven't. But we we did talk about it on Saturday night when people came over for dinner. And and I'm so immune and blasé to everything now. Yeah. Even Ollie is kind of like not really fussed about it when I talk about it. But this poor man who was at dinner was I could tell by the look on his face utterly horrified but also didn't want to say he was horrified because then he thought maybe he might look a bit small-minded yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, so he yeah. kind of went with it but I could tell he was like oh oh this is not nice
1: it is weird when you get to that place of just being I've said it before totally desensitized to all of this to everything sort of stuff yeah very very few things in the wellness space shock me and now. then
0: then you sort of are surprised when other people are surprised or you forget that other people aren't desensitised.
1: And you forget that this is just your world and you're just talking about this crap <laughs> all day long and actually it's really not that normal in society to do things no. like steam your vagina. No,
0: and he went, "What? what's fabbing? And and his wife said, she was trying so hard to be delicate about it. And she said, well, it's when you sort of use your scent. And he was like, what scent? She was like, your, your womanly scent. It was just classic. <laughs> was classic.
1: What's going on with humility? How are you getting on with it?
0: Well, as I said to you, I told you, I texted Dr. Cyrus, she didn't reply. But I said, you know she'll reply in five days and then I'll bring it to the apple." She did? She did. Should I tell you what she said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She said, wow, that's quite a question. I've never thought about your degree of humbleness before, which (laughs) probably means you're at a healthy, normal level. Which is a very doctor thing to say, isn't it? I would say you're not someone who shoots themselves down unnecessarily, but you have a healthy level of self deprecation. You are rightly proud of your many achievements. And whilst you don't boast about things, you're not humble in the sense that you know the things you've done well and you are rightly proud of those achievements. Nice. So, uh, and I said to her, well, that sort of fits with what Daryl said. He said it's about it was knowing, your size. knowing your strength, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses being just the right size. Yeah, I feel like she feels I'm the right size. And that's good. Yeah, I, yeah. So okay. you're a
1: healthy human being I, I with, feel with, like a, I with a healthy, adjusted view of the world. So you would have a healthy sense of it.
0: Do you know what else happened? You know, when you don't ever think about something or you don't know a word and then you know the word and then you hear it everywhere. Yeah, That has been happening with humility. And it happened on Strictly of all places. So there's a guy who dances on Strictly. His name's Hamza. Yeah. He's a children's wildlife presenter. Right. For some reason, there is something about him that I haven't been able to put my finger on as to why I feel so warm towards him. I love the way he dances. I love the way he speaks. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And then he danced this week. And Shirley said, you know the thing about you, Hamza, is you're so humble. Oh. And whether it's criticism or praise... You are so humble in how you respond. And I thought that is exactly what it is. And however well he dances, he always praises his professional partner. He never says, yeah, I practiced really hard and I did a good job. He always says it's down to this amazing woman. She's such an incredible teacher. She worked so hard. She gets the best out of me. And I realized, which that's is lovely, is. but
1: you do also have to celebrate yourself. I'm still a firm believer of that.
0: His humility, though, is just such a positive personality trait of his. It's so endearing, and and because of the week we did, it really made me think about it.
1: I hope it's just not at the cost of him understanding his own strengths. That's all.
0: Well, he is a telepresenter, presenter, so he must have done something to get. No, but himself you, you there. know what I
1: mean. Again, like we said on the main show, there is a very fine line.
0: There is. There is. And I think yeah. it's.
1: And I think it's. It takes a bit of balancing to find what that line is, to have that healthy level of humility.
0: How's your week of humility
1: carried on? Uh, It's okay. I mean, I didn't feel like it was something that I had to work really hard hard on anyway. So it's not been at the front of my mind. Yesterday I had a bit of a disagreement with my best friends but we're in that kind of place at the moment. I mean in a really pathetic sisterly way that we were arguing about who's busier Oh, who's busy? That's like when you you argue with your husband about who's more tired. No, no, I knew you were going to jump in on that. No, as in she was saying, I'm too busy to see her. And I'm saying that she's too busy to see me. Oh, I see. At the crux of it, we just want to see each other. Right, right. right? So it was like, no, I'm not busy. You're busy. No, I'm not busy. You are. It was one Mm -hmm. of those. And I just said to her in the end, do you know what? Let's just not discuss this. I am really due on and I'm... I have literally no tolerance for anything. So everything is going to be heightened for me today. Um, And I just stopped replying. Right. And I thought that that was kind of, well, normally I would have gone in and, you know, and I would have tried to make my point and it just would have been so scratchy. And what was the point? And I just thought, no, I'm just going to take a step back.
0: And that was quite humble of me. So you were accepting your weakness on that day?
1: Yeah, I was getting really, because she said, oh, well, you know, you sound really annoyed. I'm not even annoyed. And that's when i got started oh. to get really annoyed and i said to her i am really mm, annoyed mm. but i am also really do on so mm. let's just leave it because mm. i'm not going to respond very nicely okay okay that's about it though
0: okay i'm sorry about the pmt it's
1: all right it hasn't gone away
0: i've got it too but i'm just shoving down that evening primrose oil I tripled, the dose. tripled tri- the dose after that <laughs> after i swear <laughs> to god after that conversation,
1: I thought, you are really tetchy today, and I tripled the dose.
0: I could feel the grumblings of it as I sort of swore mumbling under my breath whilst unloading the dishwasher for the second time yesterday. Yeah. And I thought, oh, better, better pop another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny how it, it just it sort of jumps out at you. You're like... Why am I so annoyed about this? But it's lovely that you and I are back in sync.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Always. Oh, it's not lovely for James. It's
0: probably not lovely for anyone. But <laughs> it's lovely for us. <laughs> we can just be grumpy together, can't we? He's
1: grumbling in the studio yeah. back there then. An interesting discussion was taking place over at Instagram. Yes. About humility. Mm-hmm. I asked on Instagram, how humble do you think you are? Yeah. So, The choices were, I'm very humble, I'm not humble at all, what's humility, and I'm in the middle. Okay. Okay, I'm very humble, 24%. -hmm. I'm not humble at all, 4%. What's humility, 7%. Mm -hmm. And I hope we've cleared that up for the guys that aren't quite sure on what humility is, so go listen to the main show. I'm in the middle, 65%.
0: So most people feel they have a healthy dose of humility. Yeah, of humility. Okay. Yeah. Um, I then
1: asked... What do you think? What do you think about humility? Is it important, and why? A Jones three one eight eight says, "I don't like to be the center of attention and toot my own horn. No need for external gratification." Wow. Okay, that's quite rare. Yeah, not about the tooting the horn thing, but that they don't need that external gratification because I think most, most people do. People need a little bit. Jenna Gard says it's pointless. We'd like to know more about that, wouldn't we? Why do you think humility is pointless? I think that's quite an interesting thing to say. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very. Andrea says, humble people are teachable and confident in their abilities and they recognise their own weaknesses. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that is actually what humble means. Uh, Rachel says women need to turn humility into confidence especially at work now thank Mm. you for that comment Rachel because then the next question that I asked was on the back of what your friend says to you that she doesn't think that women can afford to be humble so I asked the clubbers do you think women can afford to be humble Jenna Gard says no Mm -hmm. she was the one that said humble is pointless Uh, maybe
0: that's what she meant by it Maybe she meant it. she doesn't feel, as a woman, that it does her any good to be humble. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I would like to know more about mm. her thoughts on that, actually. Mm. Rachel says, No, women have enough challenges imposed upon them without also having to be forced into humble roles that ultimately reinforce the glass ceiling fuck humility.
0: Interesting. Although Daryl does say humility, true humility is not something that you can put upon another person. But it's also, not oppressive. But
1: also... I was thinking about this last night. Yeah, Daryl is a man, so his sense of humility is going to be very different to ours. True, and I wonder if there is a humility female expert, and I would like to get her sense of that because it's just a different perspective.
0: Very interesting point.
1: Thanks. Um, we had Kate says absolutely. I said, do you think women can't can afford to be humble? She said, absolutely. Sazabee says, humble is a bit of a default for women when men would speak loudly about the smallest win. Hmm. Yep. But again, it's conditioning is what we've been told, isn't it? Uh, Andrea says, yes, but cautiously, depending on the situation. Yeah. Mrs. Christina Carty says, women are criticised if they're not humble and men aren't expected to be. Absolutely. So... It's an interesting conversation. Let, yeah. Can we, James, yeah. can I ask you? Can I throw this out to you? Do you want me on the microphone? Yes. I'd love well, you to well, be. Well. Do you think women can afford to be humble? And do you think there is a difference between a man being humble and a woman?
0: No. I don't think there's a difference. I think everyone should be slightly humble. shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, why would there be a difference? Because I think women are, girls rather, are conditioned often to be... Small. Small and quiet.
1: And polite. And not stand up for themselves and not speak up.
0: You should exaggerate the other end of that spectrum in order to balance it, is that what you're saying? Well, should you always conform to that or should women... is comfortable? the whole point of humbleness that it's nothing to do with what anyone else thinks? Yes, it's to do with your feeling enough.
1: It's an ongoing conversation and I'm not sure where I sit on it. I understand the relevance of humility. I understand the importance of it. And I understand that it's good for our own well-being. I really do. But I also think that there are certain scenarios where women just cannot afford to take a humble approach because they just won't be heard.
0: I kind of wish we'd gone into this a bit with Daryl, but we didn't. But the full interview is going to be available on Sunday on a little special. So listen in for that because he he was great and it was a really interesting conversation.
1: I would like to put this out to him, actually. I might send him an email about it because I would really like to hear his response. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. we'll bring that back to next week's epilogue. Before we take a break, we're going to go into the self-care club challenge of the week our challenge of the week for you clubbers is to do exactly what lauren and i did which is ask your loved ones how humble they think you are feedback yeah it's really interesting and feed it back to us because we'd love to hear wouldn't we feedback the feedback feedback the feedback that's very good And we're going to take a short break and we will be back here for our wellness newsflash. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club.
0: That's all lowercase letters notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show.
1: Notion.com slash self-care club. Wellness News Flash.
0: Okay, what's our wellness newsflash this week? Here's the headline. Makeup-free Miss England finalist defies unrealistic beauty standards. We were talking about this yesterday. I'm so pleased you have brought this. Melissa Ralph used to spend three hours perfecting her makeup because she didn't feel confident in her natural beauty. But as other contestants put on theirs in preparation for the Miss England pageant this week, Ralph faced the competition without it. In doing so, Ralph, aged 20, became the first makeup-free participant in the Miss England competition's 94-year history, making her... Her face of a bare face movement that's resonated with women around the world. It was a challenge to herself, Ralph said, after years of feeling shy and insecure, discouraged by a social media ecosystem overrun by meticulously edited and filtered pictures. It is so brave. This is what she said. Women are pressured to look a certain way because of society's narrow perception of beauty and perfection, and they're often scrutinised for not conforming to them. I wanted to challenge these unrealistic beauty standards by taking that bare face round to the next level. Skin positivity activists have criticised the beauty industry's role in marketing their products with Photoshopped images and profiting from women's insecurities. Rafe, who is a political science student at King's College London, said she wanted to inspire girls who, like her, felt they couldn't measure up. She made it into the Miss England finals after winning June's Miss London bare face top model competition an optional round added in 2019 that invites contestants to post a photo of themselves without makeup on their social media accounts Brilliant! and then claiming the same title at the Miss England semifinals in August. The crown on Monday went to aerospace engineering student Jessica Gagan who will compete with more than 120 other participating countries for the title of Miss World. But in her co- Closing statement, Ralph drove home her message. For far too long, women have been pressured to look, act or behave in a certain way. And I believe it's time for a change. To show women, no matter your age, no matter your background, we are beautiful the way we are, she said on Monday. Now... More than 500,000 Instagram posts include hashtag bareface, mm-hmm. and nearly 250,000 include hashtag skin positivity, signaling the growth of a once niche group as real skin activists and sans makeup influencers resonate with the push to see unfiltered and unedited pictures as beautiful. After entering this contest, I learned the ability to love myself and accept myself for who I am in my own skin, whether that be with makeup or without makeup, she told the Washington Post, that inner confidence will radiate far much more than any makeup or filter can. Bravo. Bravo.
1: Bravo. That's amazing. I salute and support all of it. And isn't it incredible how a woman... Going bare face with no makeup is now considered a sign of activism.
0: That's the first time in 94 years. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. it's a, it's act, it, She's now an activist Brilliant. because she didn't wear makeup. Good for her. I mean, it's amazing and it's wonderful, but it's also ridiculous in itself that she, you know, that we've got to this point. But I, I think I just take my absolute hat off to this woman because I don't think there's not many people that would have been brave enough to stand up there and do that
0: absolutely and it's wonderful and it's
1: absolutely working moving in the right direction love it yeah love it what have you got on our recommendations of the week
0: well as you can see from our spooky set our spooky set all our recommendations are
1: Halloween related are you into Halloween?
0: No, because <laughs> it's for children. <laughs> Some adults are really into it. I think that's really weird. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because it's a children's celebration. Dress up and you go and well, get Well, so the then sweets. you
1: could say that about Christmas. No,
0: Christmas is, Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. Halloween is, if you're over 13, I'd say that's it. You know when you get the hulking teenagers who don't dress up, knocking on your door asking for sweets? I'm like, no. Bye. What do you do? You just say they can't have it. I'm just like, take a lollipop and fuck off. No, you don't, don't say that. that. <laughs> what do you do? Are you still get seat. I say, I think you chaps, i say things like, I think you chaps, maybe this is your last year. Chaps, I think you might be a chaps. little old. For and they'll this be now. like, what are chaps? Think, yeah. <laughs> they'll think yeah. it's trousers. They might. <laughs> Here we go a book. It's called All Her Fault by Andrea Mara. This is the premise of the book. A woman appears at a house to collect her son from his very first play date with a friend from school, but the woman who opens the door when she comes to collect him is not his mother or a nanny, doesn't have her son, has never heard of him, and so begins every parent's worst nightmare. Love a thriller. Yeah, but I feel like that's a storyline that's been done a thousand times. Do you? Yeah. What about this one? The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. It's about a woman, a writer, who falls in love with her super hot editor who appears on her doorstep one day. The only problem is he's dead. (laughs) He's a ghost. (laughs) I've just ordered that because it sounds so much fun. Does he? Yeah. Okay, I've got two shows for you, one of which I binge-watched yesterday afternoon with Josh. It's on Netflix. It's called 28 Days Haunted, and it's three teams in the States who spend 28 days in some of America's most haunted locations. So imagine sort of Big Brother, but you're in a haunted house, the three of them. There are spirits, there are cupboards opening, there's demons, there's ghosts. It's, it's like schlock horror. I mean, it's so silly that we kept laughing. It's not supposed to be a comedy, but Josh and I, I did laugh. it's supposed to be like horror? No, it's supposed to be like ghost hunting. But they but they live in the house of 28 days. Like the Blair days. Witch. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a good Halloween show. And then also on the BBC at the moment, there is a show called Wreck, which is a sort of black comedy slasher thing set on a cruise ship about a boy who goes looking for his missing sister and all sorts of spooky happenings go on on the cruise ship i'm not going to be partaking in any of this are you not no okay uh what about a podcast okay a true crime one you into those Yeah, I'm really into them at the moment. Okay, so it's it's one of the classics. And I need, I've just finished one. Right, well, it's one of the classics. It's been going a long time. It's called Red Handed. Uh, Red Handed covers everything from serial killers, hauntings, possessions, disturbing mysteries, and whodunits, and anything creepy. And it's hosted by Hannah Maguire and Sarithi Bala. Give that one a go. Okay.
1: I think you'll like that. Yeah, but that's an ongoing one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, listening to like eight episodes Docu series.
0: I quite like those when they're a short series with yeah. the beginning, middle, and end. I do yeah, enjoy I've those. Yeah, i just finished
1: one called Fairy Meadow. That was good.
0: Oh yeah, you you it It's that about a good.
1: young girl, three year old, who went missing on a beach in Australia in 1970, and they've re- they reopened Ooh, the case. A cold case. There you go. Love a
0: cold case. And then I've got a little uh, food item to go with Halloween. I don't know if you've ever eaten these. I feel like you would eat these. They're called munchie seeds. For right. a snack. I love them. Oh, James, James loves, loves them. them. So it's the honey roasted sunflower and pumpkin seeds. See what I did there. They're, they're very, very bad for you. They're very good for you, James. says. Like yeah. He said they're very bad, bad for you. Bad or good, James? Bad. He said bad. Oh, very bad. Well, these are the honey ones. How big are they? Uh, it's just a small packet. No, uh, the actual seeds. Are they the like a chia seed? Sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. Okay. Munchy seeds, they're called. They're £2.50 for a packet. I right. had to bring something pumpkin, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. We well, didn't have to. Well, I wanted to. I don't to. think the
1: clubbers would have like left us for good if you didn't. They
0: might have done. They might have been. My God, they didn't bring one pumpkin-related item to the show this week. Who well, even are they? Well, they're into their self-care, and that's got nothing to do with it. Is what they would have said. Well, I'm not bringing toffee apples because that's not healthy. I feel munchy seeds are a step up, although James says they're bad for you. I mean, relatively. Relatively bad for you. Well,
1: the good news is that on next week's show, we're doing something food related, aren't we? Oh, yes, we are. We are trying out insect protein powder.
0: Yep, it's made of insects. It's very, I'm a celeb, get me out of here. It
1: is very, it's very Bush
0: Tucker trial.
1: It really is. So that's what we're doing next week. So you won't want to miss that because I can, we can only imagine how Lauren's getting on with that one. We'll be back next week. Thank you for being in touch. If you want to email us, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. By the way, we have noticed that our emails have been coming in thicker and faster, they haven't have. they? They really so have. if we haven't got back to all of you, we apologise, but we are reading all of them and appreciating all of them. So please do keep them coming in. Find us on Instagram at selfcareclub.com. Come DM us there. Come find us on TikTok. At, please come find us on TikTok. We've got like something like 164 followers, and we need... 100,000 10 times four. that so please come and uh, see what we're up to there because the content is slightly different on TikTok than it is on Instagram
0: I'm even making TikTok content you're very good at it I mean I showed one of my sons last week he was like oh my God. if my friends see you're
1: on TikTok
0: he was mortified well apparently
1: we keep getting onto all of Daisy's friends for you page. Oh, I'm
0: so sorry. She so, must be so embarrassed. She's
1: actually not embarrassed. Oh, really? She says, all my friends think you're famous. I'm like, what, with our 164 followers on wow. TikTok? I said, no. Okay, well, I got so, called the worst mother
0: ever for being on TikTok.
1: No, she was all right with it. She's like, okay. literally, all my friends keep saying, oh, to keep
0: doing your mum on my for you page. I'm like, well, tell them to bloody follow us then. Yeah, send it to all her little mates. Yeah. Okay. Good, I'm glad, I'm glad we're not completely that.
1: Well, only to Zach. Only to my
0: children.
1: Uh, Thank you. We'll be back next week. We will see you on Monday. Bye-bye.